What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 123. And I may have not said it last time, but hopefully you didn't forget that you can find us on all your podcasting platforms. Apple, Spotify, all the good stuff. But this week, you already know we have Claire and Shy. Yep. But our special guest, Duck Bricks. And we're about to break it down. <laughs> hey, Thank you so much for having me on. Happy to be here. This is really cool and exciting. I'm always happy to chat and meet more Lego folks. So I'm, I'm really glad to be a part of this. And thanks for accommodating uh, the time to, to do this. I'm looking forward to chatting. Well, if you're not familiar with Duck Bricks, I mean, there is no ignoring the massive collection that's always behind him in not only every thumbnail, but any video done with him. Um, he could you could definitely see it in many collabs. I think you did one with Beyond the Brick Rider or something like that. That was before I even had Duck Bricks, but that's right. That was actually kind of what convinced me to start a YouTube channel. But maybe that's getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that yeah, is. That is. Very right, first so we'll, okay, we'll we'll get into that one, which is a perfect segue to who are you? Yeah. Um, wow, well, okay. thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Chris, <laughs> aka Duck Bricks. I somewhat recently, or it feels recent in my mind, started a YouTube channel focusing on showcasing a Lego collection as well as retelling older original Lego stories and kind of just talking about Lego-related stuff called Duck Bricks. Started that in September, October of 2020, and it kind of has exploded from there, which is really crazy. Certainly not what I expected. Um, in my personal life, I, I do get a lot of questions about work and stuff like that. I'm a program manager at Microsoft. Uh, I just started last year, um, so fairly recent, uh, but I graduated actually last year as well uh, from UPenn. So it's kind of a new grad going into work and also trying to do duck brick stuff on the side. And obviously a huge, huge Lego fan. And I've trying, I guess at the moment, I'm trying to amass the, the Guinness World Record for largest Lego collection. Uh, I have counted and I am I'm, I'm technically above the current uh, record holder. So hopefully then we can get that through. But that is that is the goal. And one day the goal is eventually to open a Lego museum with my collection. So that's kind of the, the end goal of all of this. But in the meantime, I'm happy to share it on Duck Bricks and happy to be here. That was a really succinct life story. I really like it. So like I, we have your education. Shy, you're on mute already. Fantastic. And then, um, no, that's really cool. That So are you like um, based in Seattle now, I guess, or are you like remote and stuff? And like, does your did your Lego collection go with you to college? Anyway, we can get into all this later, but very cool. Thank you for giving us like a wide span of like, I like it feels like you know what you're doing now and you know what you're going to do when you die that's like that's <laughs> well, we'll see maybe yeah. maybe things will change yeah, in a few years. Exactly. yeah yeah no i definitely like recognize you know for sure i remember at the beginning i was like this guy has a crazy collection also he's very good at walking backwards downstairs <laughs> right? and yeah and like you know i i i feel like i've watched a, you know quite a bit a few of your videos and stuff but like I, I I think it would be great if like at the end of them you had like some parody or something if you just like right? it or something I think that would be a lot of fun but or just um, like a blooper yeah. video of you just falling a bunch of times <laughs> I don't, so every time I watch your videos like a good chunk of it is like is he gonna bump into something or is it gonna yeah. be like a little is there gonna be a, 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 a stuff, like, yeah yeah, yeah, just the fall. yeah. I'm, I'm so like although I'm listening to what you're saying I'm like watch and I don't do this much when I'm actually watching people in their videos I, I tend to listen more than I watch but I, I watch to see if one you're going to hit something that's actually going to fall over yeah or if you really or if I see a cut jump yeah that means you did hit you're something. like that's where he knocked into it or something yeah, that's, but for the most part they're very smooth and like sometimes you'll even see like okay if I was editing I would have cut that out just because I could see like the strap or something but no you just keep trugging through yeah and one take it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to watch as like creators and stuff right? too also um we live in California right so like we have a fear of earthquakes constantly <laughs> happening and it's like you know like like your collection to me I'm like that's going to it's going to fall it's going to fall because like that's like how my brain thinks but I assume if you put it like that, it's not in California. Like, can't, I can't. No, no, no. I, um, as you, as you asked, I am located in Washington State. I was actually oh. born and raised in Washington, nice. so I knew after going to college I wanted to go back home, okay. um, which is why I kind of wanted to. to I love, I love Washington. I love mm -hmm. the, the nature and everything. Um, mm -hmm. So, wanted to live there. Thankfully, not at a huge earthquake risk. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> knock on wood, I don't think I've ever experienced an earthquake in my life. But now that I've said this. I guess I'll come back home uh, tomorrow and, and find that my collection is in shambles. No, no, it'll <laughs> happen when you come visit in California. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of people are, just before we get into that, earthquakes aren't that bad. <laughs> no, they it's happen scary. all the time. It's scary at the moment, 
Yeah. But when it's over, eh, we move it's on like with little, it. It's a little wiggle. It's just a little wiggle. But anyway, no, yeah. Right. Curious right quick, because you did mention it. What is the Guinness Book of Records for big, biggest collection for Lego? I'm pretty sure the number is around 5,000-something. Uh, last time I checked on Brickset, my number is at around 7,000-something. So even if they don't count, like, I don't know, like each individual collectible minifigure, I should be over that. Uh, but it's just I've been away from home for a while working on stuff, and so I haven't really gotten a chance to go through an inventory everything. I think I, I started the process, and they were like, okay – we need you to provide video proof that you have that <laughs> number of things that you have. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to happen for like six months. But I will, at some point, I think my, my friends and I, I mean, one of my buddies has been really pushing me to, to try and get this ha to happen. So I think he's going to come over and help me count. And I think it'll be a fun, like live thing to do. Like I'm going to try to count all my Lego sets live. I feel like that'll be a fun, a fun video to do. So maybe at some point in the future, we'll be, we'll be like doing that. For the 128 goal. hour live stream or something like that yeah. just like going straight through the night like you know but that would that would be fun that's actually that's a, like a fun idea would you like separate it out for, with per theme would you be like meticulous about that or are you just gonna like kind of like just go ham and just as you're walking down backwards start counting <laughs> so my my, my yeah. question is like i don't know how much it matters like obviously i display my minifigures separate from the sets so right. i have to be like okay here's the set the minifigures were like over there but mm -hmm. here's the set if it's mm -hmm. missing a piece i don't know like okay like there's one piece that's off of this set does that no longer count i'm very curious what like who i, I was like, like how specific they're gonna get, get? yeah right yeah, to yeah. judge this like i feel like if you're calling someone to judge the size of someone's Lego collection. I mean, I feel like you should be calling me, but now I don't know if you're judging my own collection. Who do you call? So, but don't they have to be present for this, or someone from Guinness like have to be there to witness this happen? So I've heard. I don't know. I yeah. really have no idea. So I guess I, I guess I'll find out in the in the next few months. But it should be a fun time. Wow. I mean, you've been recording it for a minute now, so there's, I mean, there should be no question at that point. But, uh, I mean, if Lego says it's a set, even if it's a CMF and you have the stand and the... Sans just, like, told me that, like, for other Lego Guinness World Records, they have counted every single brick. Oh, so just get ready. No, I just yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, you know, whatever that means. It's well, I wish you ever send the best of luck. It sounds like an amazing fun time for them. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, certainly. I mean, I guess it's like the best opportunity you'll probably ever get to like maybe do a reorganization or like right, dust right. everything or just oh, yeah. do like a check that you like any of your pieces are missing and like pull yeah. something out of the collection. But man, that sounds like we so we're moving our Lego collection across the country later this year in the fall okay. and like we don't have we don't have seven thousand sets but we have like over two thousand and we have a, got a lot behind you yeah, we have a lot see. yeah we have a lot and we have a pretty really expansive um parts collection and so mm. we you know we've logged all, most of our actual sets we're like kind of still doing going back through and like doing right. the minifigures and stuff yeah. like the, all the cmfs but we really kind of were like data people and we were really interested we we're thinking about like weighing our parts Ooh. collection because we wanted to like place mostly we're doing this for like insurance in case like something happens to it while we're moving and you have to document yeah. everything and like have it photographed and like have you know like show the brickling price the market price at the time but right. we thought if we had all the time in the world we would like weigh every color separate every color of every piece type and i don't know that would be really cool but who has time for that in this world but i think that would be so neat to do as like a mega lego really nerd so okay fun. <laughs> yeah, sidebar. No, I mean, you, you. we kind of jumped ahead. Let's rewind a whole lot. <laughs> sure. We we know the, the, the extent of your collection at this point, but where did it all begin? You know, I, I think that there's the first Lego set that I, I have kind of memories of was, uh, it was actually not really something that looks like Lego. It was a Spybotics set from 2002. And there's, I, I'm sure that I can dig up at some point, but there's like videos or photos of me. I remember chasing around. It was like a little remote control, um, almost like a pre, like a Mindstorms-esque type thing that I remember strong, vivid memories of enjoying as, as a really young kid. Uh, but that wasn't really getting super into Lego yet. I remember my first actual building Lego set was the, uh, the 2001 Life on Mars shuttle. It was given to me by my cousin who had outgrown Lego. I think it must have been around 2007-ish, uh, 2006, 2007. My cousin had outgrown Lego and he basically just gave a ton of 
old discontinued vintage Lego sets to me. This was when I was uh, just really young. I was I must have been around like six or seven years old. And that's really what got me started. It was inheriting his collection. And then a friend of mine at school had outgrown Lego and I inherited his collection at like, I think around 2009-ish. And then another friend gave me their collection. And eventually I think my collection started by people just giving me their, their existing collections. And uh, I, I mean, everyone started to know me as like the Lego collector guy. And so it really, I think what really hooked me was uh, the modularity aspect of that Life on Mars shuttle was something really exciting to me. It was the fact that you could split it up into different parts and combine different things together. Um, I was really into that and I was really into starting to get into stop action photography and movie making, which kind of went over to my other passion of making videos, uh, obviously speaking, uh, definitely something I really love doing. And it's been a constant in my life ever since then. <laughs> My bad. I, I laughed for a second. Oh, yeah, we were loud. both. We were you both. Didn't hear it. Sorry. And then I'm like, look at you now. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've been pretty much cutting Lego this entire time. You've never stopped. You never slowed down. You've been like gung ho the entire time. Yeah, never had a dark ages. Really, I think it's just been a, a crazy experience. I feel like I, I love more and more aspects about Lego each year, uh, especially after starting Duck Bricks. I think. Mm -hmm. It kind of exploded from there. I, I mean, I was I was a big, big collector, obviously, but after doing Duck Breaks, I started like getting everything, and that maybe that was a little bit dangerous for me, but uh, it's been a fun journey. Before we get into the origin of that, I'm curious, like of most of the themes available now on up until this point, where would you say your percentage is of collection, like to complete? Ooh. Well, the cool thing is that you can actually use the website brickset.com to track all of that, which mm -hmm. I certainly have done. So I think the actual exact numbers are there. Um, maybe not like super accurate for some because it, Brickset has everything Lego makes. So it's like, okay, if they bundled two sets together in one pack, that counts as a set. Or it's like some random poly bag that's like a regional variant. That's a set. So the problem with Brickset is that they, I think they choose some of those random things, but then they don't choose all the random things so yeah. it's like it's like are you like it's like commit or not brick set either do like <laughs> official sets or not you know what i mean and to uh, like yeah to some collectors like my partner like brick set is you know ineffective while mm -hmm. like you know he likes to do the the niche niche but yeah. um for me i'm like if it's on brick set i check it off and i feel satiated and like i don't need <laughs> the like promo that was sent out to influencers for like a right. Scooby-Doo box. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't need that. That can, that should be on Bricklink. Like get it out of Brickset. <laughs> yeah. That's my thought, but I don't know. Understandable. No. Yeah. It's, it's good for a lot of things. It's good at least for me to like keep track of how many items in general I own. The data is, is hit or miss. Uh, I wish there was a way to filter out like standard retail sets compared to everything else, but um, I haven't pulled up. I mean, it looks like I have a hundred percent completed <laughs> a lot of themes, um, I, I think I, it's probably not going to be too interesting for me to just like list off. No, like, no, 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 no. I mean, if you were just to put a top of your head, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think like, it's probably easier to talk about the themes that I don't collect. Cause I, I think okay. if there is a theme that I collect, Dang. I, I probably have a hundred percent or my goal is to have a hundred percent of it. I don't collect all of dots. I got the entire first wave when it came out, but it just personally wasn't really my thing. I just, I do buy all the exclusive printed tiles off of like pick a brick and stuff like that. But uh, the individual sets just oh, not really um, part of my, <laughs> part of my collection. Yeah. Um, I guess like I don't own any Duplo, really. a couple Duplo sets. Um, wow. I'm really like trying to rack my brains out of like current themes. I don't collect. I don't know what's what's like on Lego.com that I don't collect. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to like go through <laughs> your videos at the top of my head. Yeah. How about classic, just like the parts box? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, there's no need for me to get anything classic because okay. I have enough random unsorted Lego bricks at home. That's that's a good call. So yeah, classic. <laughs> I don't collect. It's fair, yeah. I won't get everything City puts out, but I'll get like most of it, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. Same for Friends, although this latest line of Friends has really blown me away. So I think uh, I, the, the relaunch that they did for the theme has been phenomenal, and I'm a big fan of that. It's um, a better it's a better city, as we like to say. It's a better city theme yeah, than City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like how all the hair pieces are not rubber anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at the list of themes and it's like just classic dots. And yeah, that, that's, that's about 
kit that I don't collect out of what's currently available. Wow. So even, even Technic, even Technic. Oh, oh I'm a big tech. The thing is, I don't actually get to see Technic that much in my videos, but I have a separate room in my collection that like the entire three walls, three of the four walls of the room are mounted with like all the Technic sets just oh, wow. flex. Um, I never like have a need to walk in there, so I don't think it's shown off too much, but uh, mm -hmm. big, big into Technic. Yeah, I, I love yeah. Technic. I'm so curious. So like, obviously you started collecting and you were supported, you know, your family supported it and gave you this space. I assume that's your family that gave you the space to do that. And that's so cool that they did that, which is, which is wild that, you know, your parents were like, sure, take over the square footage. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can't, but that's real. Did they partake at all in it? Or was it like a hundred percent your thing? You know, um, I mean, I, I feel like I've built a little bit with my parents, but mostly they're just kind of hands off. And, and really, the I think what they, I think they they liked that I was working towards a goal for stuff because it can it encouraged me to like run my own businesses and and make my own money even like while at middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of my Lego collection, they were like, yeah, you can you can go crazy with the space, but mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta buy all the Lego yourself and you have to figure out like how you're doing this. So I feel like my interest in Lego actually got me really passionate about entrepreneurship and making startups. Like I remember even as early as middle school, uh, our school had like one 3d printer and I basically just used it to 3d print custom things and sell them to, to other folks. Like before school dances, I was like, Hey, I'll make like a heart shaped box with your names on it or something. And that was like one of the first things. And then high school came around and I, I made like a Bluetooth water purity testing app and presented that. And it was always like going from one venture to another to fund the Lego collection. Um, eventually, I guess, resulting in a, a major startup that I worked on over college, which was really helpful. And I, I would say helping continually fund the Lego collection. But um, I feel like I owe a lot of my interests and personal life to Lego and, and to how things like work with Lego. And, and because Lego inspired me to, to be creative and, and to seek out pain points in, in society and try to like solve problems and create innovations. Um, I, I definitely owe a lot of that to Lego because I would not be able to support, I guess, continuing to collect mm -hmm. Lego at this scale if I didn't have a thousand things trying to be run at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, at this point, we're not even that far into the episode. I'm totally motivated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just interested where the name duck bricks came from so duck bricks kind of i think has has two meanings the the one that's kind of personal to me is that i've always had this stuffed animal duck um from Aww. when i was young he's right here um but i it's like nice. the duck that i carry around i bring him everywhere all my friends like know about duckety is his name i'm very creative with the naming as you can tell mm -hmm. uh, child, mm -hmm. really, really oh, yeah. came up with something unique there um but i would bring him around everywhere <laughs> and so like he's kind of the unofficial mascot of the channel where like if you look at the logo it's kind of how i draw his face mm -hmm. um yeah. I through my logo i haven't changed it yet i probably should it's like but i, I drew it on a piece of paper took a photo <laughs> and then put it into Illustrator and just called it good. Um, but oh. Duckity is, is like the mascot of the channel. It's why it's called Duck Bricks. But to a lot of Lego fans, I think when they think of ducks, they think of the wooden duck. More than happy to say that, yeah, like that is like one of Lego's first products. It was the first one that was really successful. So yeah, Duck Bricks could also mean the wooden duck. And, and so I'm happy to to kind of adopt that as well. But the the real, I guess the real meaning to the folks who know is that it, it is it is because of, of Duckity. Do any of you guys have something still from childhood? Uh, my Lego. I have my Lego. I Your have Lego. like no, but it was like one thing. I had a teddy bear, something like that, that I had until high school, and now when I when I lost everything, that was like my cutoff. But I probably still would have had it today if that was if I still. Yeah, had it. I definitely have like my parents never got rid of anything, so I have plenty of stuff like to the point that it's too much and it's like <laughs> quite painful to like get rid of it now. It's like so late in the game mm -hmm. that it's like more burdensome and, and painful, but yeah, no, I definitely have a, like a few plushies. And so does, you know, I think, I think keeping, keeping those items like from your, from your childhood is almost the essence of Lego in itself, you know, it's especially oh, as like adults that collect it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, and enjoying, you know, the memories, the nostalgia and then, you know, but, Anyway, it's 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 quite it's quite sweet. That's really nice. Did your parents give you that, or like, did you just? Hey, oh, even, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that even was, that's even that nicer. Yeah, he's been around for a while. You can hmm. you can tell. Yeah, it sounds like I'm surprised you never lost him. Like I yeah. I had a couple like plushies that I was obsessed with, and they mm -hmm. like they didn't make it. 
They oh. just sit there probably at the bottom of some garbage can and decomposed oh. in some way, which is devastating. You know, oh I'm, so I'm thinking Toy Story 3 right now. <laughs> I've always like anthropomorphized oh my, my stuffed animals and it's it's excruciating. And then like, yeah, anyway, I don't want to think about it. I'm upset already. Oh, I've got him air tagged up. Like I can track his location. Make sure I don't lose it. I mean, I'm, I, that's really cool that you like, yeah, I, I, I know you're at home right now and you still have him with you. It's also good that he's also travel size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I just gave him gender. I mean, the, the ducks like travel size. He is cool. very travel sized. Yeah. So um, fast forwarding, we, we talked about, you just brought up a little bit that you started sharing your content. We started making content after the beyond the brick. Yeah. Obviously there was, there's somewhere out there that sparked that connection to their interest. Like where yeah. did you start sharing it to have right. someone like the Hanlon's be, be like, oh there's gosh, a collection. We, we, yeah, we need to see yeah. this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, what happened was that during the pandemic bricks that was doing like meet a member interview stuff and i was like bored at home and i was like okay well i've got like a i think a fairly interesting setup in my lego room uh, why not like send in some photos and see if they'd be interested in like putting it on meet a member um so they they put out a, a meet a member article and uh i think that was what caught beyond the bricks attention um and so they asked if i would be up for doing like a video tour and i was more than happy to do that i'd never really done anything youtube super related before but i was like yeah I'll, I'll do like a video tour and showcase stuff um so i filmed that sent it over to them and i think i was just kind of blown away by how crazy the response was to that video where it was like well i could make a youtube channel and just i could have put that video on a channel and that that is a crazy response um i think it was really cool seeing how excited people were about the lego collection most i mean obviously the setup has evolved a lot over the past couple of years but the general base structure of like sets on shelves and then stuff hanging from the ceiling that was really just there for my own enjoyment um i would have obviously have friends over and they could enjoy it but it was never really meant to be public facing other than lego i'm, I'm fairly private so i never really like was intending for that to be a public thing until I was like, yeah, why not? I'm at home quarantined anyway. Let's do this. And I, I have to shout out a buddy of mine. Uh, he's also into Lego, not as much as me, but that's that's a little bit hard to find uh, people who are as into it as I am. Um, but he was telling me for years, he was like, dude, you got to like make a YouTube channel to showcase this. And I, like we were in college. So I was like, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not at home, so I'm not going to do this now. And like, I don't know, like if this is going to, if this is something I want to do. And he just kept saying like during the pandemic, I think there was a point where he would text me every day and he was like, bro, is the YouTube channel up yet? Finally, I was like, all right, all right, I'll do it if you help me out with the first few videos. So if you go all the way back in time and look at like the first like 20 videos we published like there's just like me and him like he's his voice is just like in most of them because he was like dude i'll like help you make the first few of them just to like make you do this because he he was always like i think you could be big with youtube i never really bought into that but uh, i guess i'm glad i listened to him um and so i think september of 2020 was uh, our my first video on youtube and it's kind of just blown up ever since uh i just converted my existing channel which did not have really any videos on it uh there was like maybe a couple that i'd posted in years before but i just literally changed the name to duck bricks did it did a rebrand and uh it's it's been really kind of going crazy from there and i don't know i i guess to some extent i I'm really grateful for it. And I, I really do appreciate that folks are resonating with some of the stuff I put out. But honestly, I feel like I, I a lot of the videos I put out are mostly just like, yeah, I, I, I want to do this. Like I, I'm kind of, I would be interested in watching this. They're very unorthodox compared to a lot of videos. I know for sure. Like they're a lot, my average time is like an hour or two. Which is yeah, insane. they're all long. <laughs> they are all very long. And I, I have a, a backlog where I'm, since I'm working a full-time job and have a lot of other stuff going on, I just, I need to have videos scheduled. So I think right now I have videos scheduled to release every other day up to December of 2024. Oh, gosh. Um, so like I could die tomorrow and, and Duck Bricks will live on for at least another Wait. couple of years. <laughs> again, you said every other day? 
I think that's what it said. Yeah, it, it's um, I've got like a, an Excel spreadsheet up where I just have my videos for the next two years. Maybe this is a bit neurotic, but I I, I have the spreadsheet up. It's uh, every other. No, it's day. not. It's not the spreadsheet that's neurotic. No, 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 no. I, I am a, yeah. That's it is wild. I am fascinated by the sheer amount of time that you were able to right? to film all this uh, ahead of time. That is incredible, especially if they're like all really lengthy videos. So if it's like an hour video, what is that like? Is that like three hours of footage or is it like an hour and 10 minutes of footage? Like how do you like how, you know, really like what is your process and like how are you able to produce that content in such a way? Is it like do you have an editor? Like please tell us more because as – I also work full time and, you know, manage a house and hopefully we'll be starting a family and stuff. And like, you know, the idea of like, do you just, do you not cook your meals? Do you like, (laughs) like, I'm curious, like, I'm curious, like, what do you do in your life that like you make it possible? Because do you have like a time turner? Like what is happening? (laughs) Um, I I think that maybe this is not the most healthy thing, but I've learned that I can go on like not a lot of sleep and be very productive. Hold on a second. Um, How, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just graduated last year from UPenn for undergrad or grad school? Um, well, it was undergrad, but I did a dual degree program in so four, five years. Year, four or five years. Okay, got four it. Years. So I was studying entrepreneurial management at the Wharton School for Business. Then I was don't also care. Don't care. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to like nullify all of it. It's fine. You know, don't care about your resume. Hold on a second. You are, so you're 20, you got to be like 24, 23, right? 22 right now. 22. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. Have, I got, I got it. That's it. That, I, I, I know now that's how you do it. I didn't realize you were so young. That's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy that youth. I used to also oh, sleep I, four I, hours a night when I was younger. I yeah. went to seven years of architecture school and slept that wow. way. And yeah. Yeah. yes, and it was very <laughs> possible. And I thought I was a machine and like do what you can i mean man, why don't you just catch up until like 2020 or not until 2020 2030 so like when you get to the age where you're not gonna be able to do that you're like i'm coasting at yeah i'm well aware that my, there's a time limit on like how that's long awesome i, I got it okay sustain this level of work so yeah. that's why i'm like okay, okay let me just spend every possible hour like getting stuff set for the future because i know that i I mean, I already, I, I definitely know, like, even in college, I was able to do, like, I guess a few all-nighters in a row. I can't do yeah. that. Like, I no, can do no, that, no, no, yeah. no. I can't do a second mm-hmm. one. And that that was yeah. like, okay, I, I could do that two years ago. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I know I know the time and then, like, for health and all, like, it's, it's, it's yes. definitely, yeah. there, is a, there is a point at which I cannot do it. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing as much as I can now. <laughs> okay, good. At least okay, you know there's a limit, sense. yeah. Yeah. regardless it's still super motivating to hear about your productivity levels it's incredible right? it's yeah it's it yeah so efficient yeah congratulations well, and also incredible. doesn't sleep yeah and i and i still don't sleep well, shy has a different reason for why yeah you can also go to war and have ptsd that's yeah, another way to like not have to sleep i have to drug myself to go to sleep hold on let's put it back into a positive note so if you record Pretty much, when all the free time you have, do you essentially walk as much backwards as you do forward? Sorry, I have to. <laughs> these are Dang, these are the important major. questions. We don't care about no, your grad, yeah. your dual degree program. We don't care that you went to Wharton. I mean, obviously, it's incredible. Congratulations. These are great degrees. Yeah, we're just some like at least I'm so far away from school that like I just do not care anymore. But like, um, but it's also. I'm more fascinating by your like two years worth of videos that are like right. uploaded. I can't, I can't and even, I am dying, dying and trying to get one video out a month and like, I cannot get it together. So I, that's why I'm just like dumbfounded. Okay. So tell, wait, tell us more about your process. If it's not just not sure. sleeping, obviously. Yeah. No, well, I think there's some that definitely take up more work than others. Um, the ones that take up the most work are actually uh, the ones that don't involve my collection at all. And those are the, I do a, a series like a retold series where I did a series called Bionicle Retold, where I would just summarize yeah. the entire story of Bionicle and go An anthology. That, and yeah. Through. History. Right. Um, yeah. I'm doing it for Ninjago. Uh, that's all done and edited, but uh, it's currently publishing, I think every two weeks, because I like to space it out. Um, I, Right now, I think what I'm working on is like one for Chima, one for Galdor, and one for Nexo Knights. It's like just to like summarize the story stuff. Um, That'll be a lot of fun. Are, yeah, I would say probably the most amount of work because 
they're probably the only videos that are scripted that I ever put out. Like none of my videos are scripted other than those. So there is a time to script things. Uh, it's like I've got the Ninjago document. It's 400 pages, like Times New Roman size 11 of just like the entire <laughs> script of like the, like what I say in each of the videos. Um, so that takes like a lot of time. And then it's like, okay, I need to put all the clips in, cut it down to less than like 10 seconds per footage or else YouTube's going to copyright strike me. Yeah. Um, it's still happening. I think uh, it's, that's, that's the most annoying thing about it actually. And then it's like, okay, well I want to make like the soundtrack as it's playing match the scene. So I like, after doing that, I record it, then I cut up, cut down the clips then I like make the soundtrack actually match mm -hmm. what's going on the scene. Um, so those are definitely the most work. And I, I don't, I'll never start to publish a, like a long form like series like that until I have all of it done. Um, wow. So it's like, I, I think last year I started it and I had everything done except for the like the final season, which was airing last year. So then obviously once that finished, I just got that one done. But the goal was to just have all of it done so I would not have to stress about like making a gigantic video about that every two weeks, which is... Yeah. I mean, it feels like a lot of time, I guess, but it also, like, I feel like it could really catch up on me if I'm doing other stuff in life. I just wouldn't have time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of videos that are very, very quick, and it's just a matter of, like, okay, let me, like, I built the set during work meetings. <laughs> let me now, like, in, in I've got, okay, I've got 15 minutes in between my next work meeting. Let me just put it on on this review studio and film a 15 minute review of it uh and that's that's like that's all the editing i need so that those are like i can crank out a ton of those where it's like i just build during work time or like other time when i'm doing stuff uh and then i can just do the reviews in in between random meetings so those are nice and then occasionally i'll do like here's a showcase of every set of one theme and those mm -hmm. those are Fairly time consuming, but the time consuming part is recording it and not in editing, which is nice because I mean, once it's recorded, that's basically no editing either. So it's more like, okay, I need to unhang everything from the ceiling, undo all the string stuff, like put them on this platform, do a video, and then rehang them up on the ceiling where I just got, got them. From. It. Okay. Um, so that's like, okay, maybe like four or five hours worth of work. Um, and I'll just do that before sleeping or something. Uh, and then I guess other categories of videos, um, I've started like a Lego history type series, which actually does take a good amount of work because those are also scripted. And I put a little bit more effort into video, but I did a history on like a, a little known project that Lego was trying to launch in the early 2000s called Project Genesis. And I went deep into the history of that and why it failed and why it didn't come to be. But th those are, I think those are the only two that are scripted. It's the history stuff and that. And then if I ever go on a trip, which I, I love to travel, so I travel fairly often, I'll just mm -hmm. try to find any Lego related thing to do on the trip. And then you'll log that. Yeah. And then I'll just like put all the footage in my editing software, play them, and just talk over it as it's playing. Mm -hmm. So it's um, fairly smooth process, but it definitely is a lot of work. And there are months where I do not touch the YouTube channel at all. Um, I think like in the past month and a half, I don't think I, I really paid any attention at all to any videos that were coming out. Uh, and then there are other months where it's like, okay, I'm going to be working on this like during work or like or mm -hmm. in work meetings or like after work and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's a, I mean, I, I enjoy making videos, so it's a fun process, uh, but it's yeah. a balance of like social life, work life, and then Lego life. It's it's always trying to like block that out in my life schedule. That's that's always a fun task. Yeah, no, very cool. That's it, that's pretty amazing. I just I my I guess my question is like when you get like new sets, um, you know that are relevant, then do you just yeah. like kind of drop them in and like push out oh, the yeah. schedule and like move stuff around and stuff? Okay, because obviously there's like time sensitivity things that obviously mm -hmm. you want to get out, but that's really cool. Well, if you haven't checked out your channel recently, you did pass a hundred thousand subscribers. FYI. Um, <laughs> I realized that when I came home and like, yeah, no, that, that was yeah, very, I, I realized that I think a little bit after the fact, but it was very exciting. I have a lot of videos planned for that. I did not think it would happen so soon. So I didn't actually record. Like I, I like to pre like make videos, but I was like, I don't know when I'm going to reach hundred K. So I'm not going to even record that until I do it. Um, and I thought I would be back when it happened. I was still out of town when it happened. So it's, it's a very exciting milestone. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, congratulations that's very you. exciting yeah now yeah. like what are you gonna do you've batch recorded everything's scheduled out like you gotta yeah no no I'm, oh yeah no it's I'm, 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 no I'm, po I'm poking fun at you that's very very cool um yeah i don't know shy do you have any questions so shy likes to so shy and i like my new i used to do content that was like a little bit lower on the editing thing and right. um 
and you honestly like sometimes I could pump out something in like 30 minutes like from yeah. filming editing and you know whatever and it's it it's kind of at least for the projects that I do they're like multi-year projects you know right. so it's there's something so satisfying about like producing something really quickly and then I wasn't like kind of I wasn't crazy about it It wasn't it wasn't the right fit for me and then I just did three videos that are like a lot more editing lengthy I like you know do animations and I create my own graphics for it it's like this whole thing right and so and like I shy does a lot of that as well and like does like really lengthy editing processes and so like when we heard that you got so far ahead it's even if you're doing like those 15 minutes like turnaround videos it's still crazy it's still incredible like how much you've uh, accumulated like for me when i'm like in, in between meetings i'm like you know what? i'm gonna go stretch i'm gonna go like no i'm i'm like i'm gonna go get my 10 minutes of like morning sun i'm gonna go empty the dishwasher i'm gonna go like make breakfast for the next week or something you know so like but like in my, no, it, is, it is totally productive but in my head it's like what if I replaced all those times what if I like didn't do laundry like didn't you know like that would be cool I mean I'm not saying you don't do laundry but that yeah I mean that would be kind of a cool way to like test it out for like a week and like just do that yeah I don't know that's kind of like a a thought experiment I'm having as you're talking I was like crap there used to be more hours in the day for me I used to do more also I think the pandemic has made me like a lot slower at, at functionality yeah and obviously like you know you did most of college in during the pandemic which was probably like a yeah. weird experience Ooh, um that was yeah true. ups and downs for sure yeah yeah i can only imagine that you know anyway do you try to yeah do you have any questions i'm still like i know i can tell like this doesn't happen too much where i'm like i feel very insufficient in my life no, um, <laughs> doesn't, take that as a compliment because that doesn't happen to me often usually i'm just like uh-huh suck it up and there's really none of that for you so like um yeah so for a lot of creators out there if we're going to continue with this this path a lot of creators out there have to there's a as we say to a lot of new people who are coming in, trying to make a name for themselves, like there's a high barrier of entry as far as the quality of your content. And you either yeah. have to be really good at your personality, what you're saying, or you have to be a really good editor. And, and, and if you can do both, then you have one great advantage over a lot of people who are coming yeah. on. And especially yeah. in the Lego space where it's like, at this point, very sat- oversaturated with like, you know, similarities with between right, each creator right. from one another yeah. um, to, to stick out the way you do simply by just hitting record and uploading it. There's a lot that it would be interesting to dissect there. Um, yeah. Your highest viewed videos, all of them are over an hour, which is crazy. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, you yeah. probably noticed that mm-hmm. I'm going to have to check myself now to figure out what are the highest viewed because I, I haven't paid that much attention. I would think there are a lot of your your collection videos. Yeah. Oh, well, right. it's got to be like – it can't be like the one-off review because that stuff like, you no. know, that stuff like fades after the mm-hmm. after the popularity goes away, right? So it's got to be like maybe the like histories of or whatever, something like mm-hmm. lengthy. People love to like put those on, you know, and like listen yeah, to like yeah. a podcast and like walk around. You know, there's – and then I think like I would assume like the RPM and the CPM are great on those things. That's awesome. Well, they have to be for – to get the be pushed out to the millions. Like it's – like I, I think if we were to like – Put it against another creator like uh like when half asleep chris does like you know building 100 lego sets in like yeah, but he does video. like a 15 minute video still i know i know but like yeah. but still the idea of like a bunch of things as opposed to breaking up into a hundred different videos he puts it in one right so here you know we have chris do, another chris <laughs> uh but we have we, we have you showing off all of ninjago or all of bionicle or my entire yeah. Lego room, and then you have like your thumbnail of literally every Lego set you know <laughs> that you can buy. Uh, I, I think it's a very like intriguing, interesting, like, oh, this you don't see every day. Let's yeah. yeah. You know? There's a lot of vicarious like people being like, oh, that's like, so, I like, I wish I could walk in a Lego store and get like whatever. Or like, I remember this one video where I don't know where you were, but you like, I remember watching it and you had pre organized with the Lego store your purchase and. Uh-huh. I think you had left with like a rolling cart, like because it was like a lot of really big sets. Yeah. And I was like, that is like a childhood fantasy is like to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like just the idea. It's like it is such a flex though for you know what I mean? As like to like roll like the rolling cart of Lego. And and it was it was definitely 
It was, yeah, it was really, and you know, it happened, like, Sans used to work at Lego store, and that, like, would happen every once in a while, like, someone, there was, like, some kid who, I remember we were there for, like, May 4th or something, maybe this is before he started working there, he, um, some kid, he had to have been, like, 12, and he's, he's, like, I made a lot of money off Bitcoin, and, um, and he bought, like, he probably bought, like, $4,000 worth of Lego on May 4th, and it was, I was, like, thinking to myself, I was, like, is this a good thing that this kid is experiencing this i mean obviously it's a good thing he's like his parents gave him money to like invest in bitcoin he probably didn't even know what bitcoin was whatever it is it doesn't matter like um but i like to be like in your early 20s or like you know like having a concept of of money and then and then rolling out with that cart that's awesome it is fun it is fun to watch those like mega videos of that um i feel like anybody in the community can like kind of comprehend and have some a little bit of excitement watching something like that you know plus we don't see that often like every set together and and a lot of a lot of people like to do if they can have the ability to we'll try to uh you know group everything of like a specific theme that they can i mean and and i think like you know there's there's a love behind that like oh i was able to collect a full collection of something yeah but you it's like (laughs) <laughs> I got this one, but I also have this one on top of this one. You can put all these years together. I got all of Ninjago. So like, and, and, and the one thing that's great about that is that you have these collections from different, like really niche, but strong fandoms within the Lego, like Bionicle. It's a very yeah. like cultish, but like strong community. Ninjago, very cultish, but strong community. Star Wars, probably the biggest one out of all of them. And yeah. Lego at this point, you, you know, you, you could literally flex on like literally every Star Wars person out there and be like, look. <laughs> I don't know about that. There are some there are some crazy Lego Star Wars collectors out there. I think <laughs> But you yeah. have a large Star Wars collection and some. <laughs> yeah. Which is so it's very cool. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's very like um there's this kind of like childlike maybe not I would I don't want to say like naive or anything, but it's this like fascination with like yeah. oh my God, that's so it's like, yeah, it's it's there's something childlike wonder to it do you know what i mean yeah and it's forget it yeah yeah you're the same way every time i walk into my own collection exactly (laughs) yeah what's your day like i want to know what that feels like like what do you do when you walk downstairs (laughs) you know i I just i spend a lot of time just like laying on the floor and looking at it because that's 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 something that has to be asked like of anyone out there that collects something like you know what i have behind me what what ninja has in front of them um like Someone you you, you spent a lot of effort, time, money, and sweat to be able to obtain something that's a, really priced out through a lot of people. But like, but that could be anything too. That could be like my motorcycle. That can be your stamp collection, whatever it is. But once you achieve it, like you, you go through all this work to achieve it, and then what do you do with it? Uh, then I think uh, the answer is, I guess, make duck bricks videos and one day open a Lego museum. I guess that yeah. is the, the oh, answer. There you go. <laughs> right. Lego, Lego museum is a cool idea. I think, um, mm-hmm. are you, is it, I like the idea of getting all this stuff, accumulating it, and it's like in a public way, sharing it. Yes. Yeah. So, what, do yeah. you see it as like, it being precious and behind glass or do you see it as like an interactive experience because unfortunately because of like the materiality of the plastic it does become brittle and it would be an unfortunate thing obviously to if it if it's played with but it's also a toy so it's supposed to be played with you know what yeah, i mean so like, I, what's the, like I, yeah. I play yeah. with my lego a fair a, more, more, i not shown on youtube a ton but i, I feel like I, I like enjoy playing with lego <laughs> a lot uh but no i think i mean i feel like with lego uh a lot of my interests and I guess passions in life stem from Lego. And because of that, it's like one of the things I'm really passionate about is like getting the interest in like STEM and building and um, creating your own stuff and like creativity in general out there. And that's why I really love showcasing like Lego collection. That's why I really want to do a Lego museum one day is to be able to actually say like, if I could like inspire somebody to maybe get into STEM or get into engineering and stuff by like, getting into Lego as a young kid, I feel like it's a really positive thing for folks to be able to rally behind. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that like my, my goal for like a Lego museum one day would be to have a bit of a mix where it's like, here's an area where you can go crazy and play with stuff. Here's an area where it's like glassed off and rare stuff Mm -hmm. showcased. I think what'd be really cool is if the gift shop was like a used Lego store where it's like, you can like come Mm -hmm. in and like trade it your Lego at the gift shop of the museum. Like that would be a really Uh, fun thing because at that point I could just make the museum, I don't know, like free to, free to enter. And then, um, 
just have it be like sustained by the by the gift shop which obviously that's years and years down the line but i think really that's hopefully the goal and uh, definitely it's something i've been working towards saving up a lot of money to to be able to to launch something like that in the future uh, and fingers crossed i guess but i feel like that would be really cool to be able to like have a place where people could come in and like see it themselves yeah I, there there's a few i think I don't. I don't know about. Cre- I mean, maybe like two or three creators on, on the YouTube space that have made or have made somewhat of a museum. I know Vault Bricks. Uh, Brick Vault did one. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 Germany. <laughs> what, are the, what are they called? Oh, I forgot. They're making a museum right now. Either way, but th- there's there's been multiple. Yeah, there we go. Brickcraft. So like, you know, they're they just you know creating their whole giant city layout and you know yeah yeah. Spot. yeah so you know but at a certain point when you finally do accomplish that and it's self-sustaining it becomes like a destination now for like yeah like right. like lego fans and especially cool. it out there so like you being in seattle let's say you do it in seattle and like yeah. you're, you're relatively close to well yeah you are uh bricks cascade when that convention happens and then yeah. you know yeah BrickCon as well Brick so like yeah. That's the, yeah. really like get a lot of what you need to sustain the, for the entire year with just all those people but you create yeah. something we're like oh shoot we're here yeah oh let's go to duck Bricks's museum and let's just check it out and yeah. you know i've i've never been to a, like a quote quote lego museum officially like you know of someone's entire uh, entire collection but i have been to something close like you know brick mania's ghq yeah. where you know they have their all their military builds that they've ever that they've ever made Right. And all those stores are kind of like similar where they have some giant attraction that kind of you could appreciate for what it is. Like, you know, one of the stores has a giant Macon, USS Macon Island, which is like a giant marine amphibious ship down here in San Diego. And then yeah. you have like the um, USS Missouri up to where right. Claire Claire's at, uh, close to San Francisco. So they these giant sh- warships and just seeing a Lego is like really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and that's enough to make you really appreciate what it is but like there's a drawn and like a fascination when you start grouping a bunch of lego together with purpose they yeah. will come <laughs> yeah and that's the hope yeah <laughs> well and also we forget like that's just fans a small portion of the entire lego sphere because there's a you know bunch of people that don't share any content there's a bunch of people that are not plugged into social media there's a bunch of people who are just kids and they just really want to either be you know get into like what they're seeing in front of them because you know the kids and it's lego and you know the parents want their kids to see something cool so like i i really do think and i hope that you i mean i don't see it as something that you wouldn't be able to accomplish based on what you've achieved thus far in your life so uh i i do sure. think it's a it's a very attainable thing for you if you like really want to just be hey let's open one up tomorrow how do we do it <laughs> so. yeah that's that's i think uh Definitely something that would be really, really cool, and uh, I hope I hope I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, we do too, because I want to see it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which leads to another question, right quick. I'll be there. Sure. How do you organize your Lego? Because you're gonna eventually have to move it off. That happens. Yeah. No, that's a good. Actually, I mean, it's really it's it's funny you bring that up. My goal is actually to be able to move out uh, of because right now it's it's located in the basement of my parents' house. Uh, I just graduated last year. Uh, my goal is to was to work for for Microsoft for about a year and and amass some amount of money to be able to move out and relocate it. Um, I'm actually looking to to potentially move into a new place uh, as early as like next year or the year after that. Um, So I really do need to start thinking about like, how am I going to move all this? I do want to stay in Washington state. So it'd be mostly just my car. And I, I've got a lot of friends who they've offered like, Oh yeah, we'll help you drive some stuff over. But uh, it definitely will be a a fun experience moving. Uh, The way it's organized right now is that I've got, I've tried to separate out like mini figures from themes that I really like, or really like to collect uh, in the walls going down to the basement so we've got like collectible minifigures and all the ninjago stuff like the the ninjas and the villains and then like everything star wars but grouped in different categories like here's all like the the clone troopers and stormtroopers here's all the officer minifigures here's all the rebel minifigures uh here's all the jedi stuff like that um and it kind of goes down the walls by theme uh there's also like I've mounted every dinosaur mold on the wall here as well. Like random or like every animal mold uh, is also on the wall. It's like random stuff like that. Um, And then when you get into it, I've tried to sort of group things just by theme. Uh, Everything in my collection, if it's part of a theme, it's like everything of that theme is grouped in that one area. Um, So I've got... The only exceptions are kind of stuff where it's really big, like uh, Ninjago, where it's like, okay, I'll put all of the wheeled vehicles from Ninjago on this wall. I'll put all the mechs 
from Ninjago on this wall, and then I'll hang all the flying things from the ceiling. Um, but for regular themes, it's like, okay, like for Lord of the Rings, here are like three shelves that are just all the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit sets, like Western, right next to it. We've got all those and like, like I don't know, dino stuff, uh, Jurassic World, Dino Attack, and I try to group things in categories together. Um, and there's a middle island with just loose bricks. And one of the things I've been trying to do is... I simply do not have the time to sort the pieces, uh, but I would love to have them be sorted. So I, I've been trying to find people to actually pay for, to sort them. I've got a couple of my friends, like I'm paying them to sort my my used Lego, but I think it's a little bit harder for them because they're not really Lego fans. So it's a little bit harder for them to figure out like, where does this random piece go? Uh, but I, I gave them like a, a bit of a rundown and I, it seems to be going okay so far. Uh, well, I, I mean, he, my boy billed me last night, so I, I sure hope it's going okay. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely like trying to find somebody I can pay to sort stuff because I would love to have my parts collection sorted so I could maybe do mocks and stuff. Um, a lot of people ask like, why don't you do mocks? Uh, the big question is that like, I just don't have time to like make them with parts not being sorted. It's just, it's not something that's possible. Um, yeah, it's hard. That's, the, that's the goal for the collection at some point in the future, but uh, you know, who knows when that will met uh, metastasize because it's just a lot of random bulk that people give me. But yeah, that's generally how it's sorted. We've got like a room for, I mentioned like a room for all Technic stuff just on the wall. Um, Oh, one, one deviation from themes that I, I do put up is like, I have collected all of the mechs from every theme and put them all up on one wall. So it's like, <laughs> here's like every mech Lego's ever made um, across wow. any themes, like Marvel, DC, but also like Agents and uh, Nexo Knights and, and Chima and like, like every possible mech is it's on that wall. But otherwise, pretty much all the sets are sorted by theme and that's how they're categorized have you like started to game plan moving it you know i've been wanting to reorganize like everything for a very long time i would like to take everything down from the ceiling and like put them up in a much more space efficient manner so i'm actually very excited to be able to start fresh um i think that my plan for moving is really it's just gonna have to be in chunks and i found that like saran wrapping lego is really like helpful in terms of being able to just make sure it stays together um like i've flown cross country i've flown like from overseas and back saran wrapped built lego models and they stay pretty much intact um so my goal is to do that i think it's definitely going to be a probably like a multi-week process where like every weekend that's all I'm doing is just moving things from one place to another, setting up very like have a smart organizational system of let's move everything over that we want to hang up first so we can move it over, put those up so they're off the floor and then we can move in the other stuff. Maybe the, the wall mounting stuff, put those up on the walls and then we move over the shelf stuff. So it will be a process, but I... I think my, my friends and I are very excited to make a video on it eventually. Um, there's a lot more people working on, like, or I guess a lot more people helping, like, film Duckburg's videos and actually appear. I've got, like, a couple of buddies who love to help film, and, like, sometimes they're in videos, but they, they prefer to just, like, help me film and stuff. So it's, uh, we've got a good group in, in Seattle. It's, uh, that that should be a fun time moving stuff over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a little Duckburg's team of just friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, right? That's cool to have like friends that are really down for what you do. Like one of my brothers that in my motorcycle literally uh, showed up as we we're recording our last episode at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And he was asking me, he literally came in and be like, Hey, am I still bringing your mock to Chicago? Huh, I'm like, nice. Did I even ask you to do that? <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, man, I've been following blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, you. <laughs> but it's cool to have like a, a supportive group like that. Well, the question is though, because I'm, I'm viewing this as a parent now. Yeah. Like, do you know what your parents are going to do with the space once it's free to them? <laughs> well, I think they, they've been wanting to convert it into an exercise room. And uh, yeah. I think that's definitely what they want to do with it. Um, I'm sure they'll be very, gym right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be very, uh, well, it'll be mixed feelings. But I mean, I, I think the, the big positive for them will be they get a lot of square footage back. Um, so I'm very, yeah. very grateful that they've. I mean, they've been really supportive in everything that I, I want to do um, when when they can, and they're they're really like happy to support the Lego hobby. They've helped me and in, in, they've helped support me in everything uh, that I, I want to like pursue in my life. So um, they're they've been wonderful, but I'm sure that they will also be very very happy, and it will be wonderful for them to have that space back. Um, so that's why I'm also trying yeah. to move out as uh, as quickly as I possibly can within like monetary and financial reason <laughs> yeah the, the other side to that which you kind of almost mentioned is 
it, it is going to hit them and it's going to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> because it's that, that, that yeah, that's it. It's official. You're gone. And then like, you know, you're doing your own thing, which you're already doing, but like, you know, the, the youth part of the whole Lego experience that they've taken part of your entire life yeah. is like, Shy is like shy is like pushing himself like in you know 18 years from now with his own son yeah, oh, and kid making a pair makes you like really soft, man. And he's I like mean, he's like, like really so sad. And oh, like, I can understand, but like Ezra might not be interested in the Lego. Oh no, he doesn't. I, I yeah, I can't <laughs> yeah. care about that. Ezra I'm, wants I'm just saying, like, like well, the idea of because yeah. I because because lately it's like you know, a lot of my stuff that comes on my like short form content feeds as far as my personal Instagram and like personal, like other stuff is like, Oh, you better enjoy this time now while your kids really care, like care about you. Cause in like two, oh. two years they're gone. They don't care. Yeah. You're going to do their own things. And eventually you're going to leave the nest. So like this little, little time frame of what my kids are now, like three and five, like oh. it's very, very, very specific. Yeah. It's probably the most headache and difficult time that you think you're going to have with your children. But honestly, it's like, you're going to miss them writing on the wall with a permanent marker, like all over the place where you're like, Oh, I got to repaint this whole house, but you're going to miss that time. And like watching someone like you who, who still has all the collection in their house, happy that it's organized and clean and neat. So yeah. at least, at least you have that, but yeah. like the, it's a big part of your life. And then it just one day it's going to be gone. And yeah. then that's that's it. And the the the, the soft parent in me is like going to a spot which doesn't exist yet for me. But like I could yeah. maybe one day like be sympathetic you and can, one day be empathetic towards that. You can project. But you can focus on yes. yeah. But yeah, you can project. But you can focus yeah. on the accomplishments. Accomplishments, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, of course. It doesn't have to all be sad. I know, but still, come on, you're almost there, don't. <laughs> um, I mean, I know that's why I gotta break. Yeah, down gotta say like, no, nah, there's nothing sad about that. Yeah. Yeah, his kids are older, so he's. he's... Yeah, yeah. But, well, I I think this is a good place to 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 call it for for right now. But before we do, does anyone else have anything? No, looking forward to the next two years of videos that you've already uploaded. <laughs> yeah. it's wild. It's I. It, that was wacky. That's so cool. So like, are, you gonna, are you gonna keep getting ahead, or are you gonna like start work? Are you working on really like the big videos now? Well, the thing is, I've, I've, it's, it's, there are various stages of progress for even beyond that. Cause what I do is I record all the intros and outros one after another for hours on end. So if you notice, like, I don't know if people like watch multiple videos, but it's like, I'll be wearing the same outfit for like mm-hmm. lots of videos and like looking identical. Cause I'll just, Go up and down the stairs, up and down, up and down, over and over again, recording like intro, outro, intro, outro, intro, outro down the list, and then the rest of the content can come later. Um, so it's uh, it's it's definitely something that flux. Uh, there, I mean, there are some. I, I don't think it's like one hundred percent full. There's maybe a couple gaps where it's like, yeah, I want to do a bigger video, like here, here, and here. Let me not do that first. Uh, but it's it's the latest scheduled video is like December twenty twenty four. But it's. It will keep wow. on going, and uh, I'll keep on filling the gaps. Uh, I, I definitely have a lot of work to do for for more stuff. But I, I love making videos. I don't really think a lot about like algorithms or trends or stuff, and I just make videos that I personally mm-hmm. like making and I would like to see. Um, sometimes they are very odd and out there Lego related topics that not everyone is interested in or knows about. But I am. I, I just I do it for fun. Uh, it's something. It's a it's a bit of a de stressor for me. So it's like uh, if yeah. I I'll, I'll de stress a bit, make some videos, and then yeah. So <laughs> it's a fun time. Last backwards question. <laughs> sure. You know exactly like how many steps you have when you walk. Ooh, I, I could probably essentially like, game it out in my head. Yeah, okay, <laughs> ten steps walking this way, then turn right. Like, Three steps, I, then turn right. <laughs> I never realized it would be that big of a thing until people started commenting about it. Cause I feel like when I, I have a lot of friends, like I hold social events at my house like every week. And uh, when I have friends over, it's, I introduce them to the Lego collection by walking backwards. So it's something, but it's something that like, I feel like it's just so intrinsic for me that I, I started doing it for videos because it was just convenient. I was like, okay, well we can like highlight some of the like walk into the Lego collection for each video intro. Why not? Because it'll like, people will be like, Oh, what's that? Like, let's, let's look at that. Um, and everyone started commenting about the walking backwards. And I, I think 
for me, it actually took a couple of weeks to be like, what are they all commenting? Like, what do they mean? Like, why is he walking backwards? I was like, oh, no, that's right. Like, I am walking backwards in my interest. So I feel like it was very a subconscious thing for me where, like, I probably could do it blindfold. I think maybe, I don't know if it's been published yet, but there there is a video where, like, for a gag, I did it blindfolded. Um, so maybe I don't know if that's out yet, but uh, it was like a blind building challenge. And, oh my um, gosh! That, that yeah. was <laughs> so keep your eyes posted. Yeah, I guess well, so. <laughs> well, in that case, can you plug your <laughs> newest video in 2024? Yeah. Well, okay. So let's see. Tune tune in. Uh, sort by date. Oh, no, 2025. Oh, no, no. Okay. Gosh. Uh, January 16, 2025. There'll be a mini review on a couple of obscure Lego DC superhero girl sets. January 16, 2025. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Well, on that note, let's roll that music. Thank you. Peace. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I'd love to do it again sometime. Oh, we're going to have you back. We're not done. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. Oh, dude, that was good. Thank you.